0: Man, stop being a little punk. Yeah, I said it, but I said it with love. I'm not trying to hurt your feelings here, but sometimes we need to hear it. You know you do. I don't want you to go and unsubscribe from the podcast. Actually, drop a five-star rating, leave a review if you enjoyed it. It would mean the world. But today, I got to virtually slap you, man. Got to wake you up, but it's for your own good. The Creator Podcast. My name is Dion Williams, a.k.a. Dion Does, and I truly believe that we were all created in the image of the ultimate creator, Therefore, it's in us all to create. And this show aims to help you and I both level up in this four-dimensional game of life so that we can go out and create for good, whether that's for ourselves, our family, the community around us, but all of this, a part of a generational vision of a family of creators coming together to be the difference. difference, difference. Let's be the difference, creator family. Y'all should know what I'm talking about when I say that, if you have gone to freecreatorcode.com picked up that code and you are doing your darndest doing your best to try to live that boy out it's not gonna come overnight in a lot of ways it won't be easy but if there's one thing I can promise you it will be worth it if it isn't you get your money back if you couldn't tell by the the domain it's free creatorcode.com so I'm gonna give you every cent you gave me for it now today I got I got to be careful, man. I'm going to say every episode is like the key. In, in, in different ways, they are. But we also got to understand a lot of us as creators, we're all in different areas, different phases for someone else. One thing that I talk about, right? Maybe episode four, light switch went off. And for you, you were like, ooh, that was a good thought. I'm, I'm going to take action. I'm going to meditate on that. But it wasn't like the breakthrough, and then for someone else, it will be. And so that's kind of what I'm getting at. And I've been blessed to be teaching a lot of this stuff. From, man, I've been teaching a lot. And a lot of it has been, some of you guys have followed me for years on more of my entertainment side of things. And so, you didn't even know your boy was cooking like this. I didn't even know your boy could drop a daily podcast. A lot of the stuff I'm teaching you guys is, I got a lot. I got a lot of content. So that's why I had to do this as a daily podcast. But I also want you guys to be reaching out, man. I'm getting all the feedback that you guys are loving it. You guys are getting a lot out of it. Let me know what you want to hear, though. You know, if you have questions or certain topics that you want talked about, we're going over faith, relationships, energy, economics. There's not much that we can't touch. You know, as long as I got two cents to add and something to bless you guys with, I want to jump on it. But, you know, maybe there's more. Maybe there's a certain section that a majority of you guys want to hear from. Let me know. And we'll we'll make that happen. But uh, today, it's a big one. It's a major key. It's such a key that we do it every single podcast, right? We we talk about taking action. And that's what we're going to talk about today. But in a little bit of a different, we're going to talk about it from a different angle. And that's getting you to stop being a little punk. I know I came at you aggressive in the intro. I... That ain't how your pastor talked to you. That ain't how your mama talked to you. Maybe if your mama's like my mama, your mom might talk to you like that. Fun fact: Speaking of not being a punk, this is how I grew up. I was—I can usually tell how old we—we we moved a decent amount, so I can usually kind of have an idea of how old I was and what grade I was in, based off of how old I was. But I don't want to—I don't want to lie. I was in elementary school. I know that for sure. I think it was later elementary school, like fourth fifth grade and my mom had my mom had just bought me this new water gun this is actually when her and my dad were together at this point I had just got a big water gun and it was one of those cool ones where you had like the backpack and then the tube came to the gun so you could just like soak ninjas forever here's man I actually got it so we had like a big like whole like our whole block had a, a water balloon fight and then it kind of turned into, like, water guns, and I didn't really have a good water gun. And I was begging my mom, like, yo, my gun sucks, man. These guys got these crazy bazookas, and I got, I had, like, I had one you had to, like, squirt. Or you had to, like, pump and then squirt. After every shot, it was, like, pump, squirt, pump, squirt. And it was, like, that's a, that's a little sissy water gun, and everyone, like, everyone had better guns. And so I begged them for this jumbo water gun for the next block you know, water fight, and they got it for me, and we never did it again. We did, like, little small thing, Like, I used it, but there was never that major all-out war again. So that sucked. But I can remember a time it was me and I was playing with two of my friends. They were older friends. They lived right next door. And they I think they lived with, I don't even think it was their dad. I feel like it was their grandparent or something. And so they were kind of wild because, like, the grandparent wasn't, like, strict on them. And so, but they were my friend, they were my homies, and they were older. And they took my water gun, but it wasn't like they took it out of like force. Like they saw it, they was like, "Oh, that's nice, man. You know, let me mess with it." I was like, "Yeah, go ahead, try it." And then a, a while went by, and I was like, "Hey, let me. Okay, come on, man, let me get my gun back." And they're like, "Yeah, yeah, in a minute. Just hold up, hold up." And it was playing with it, it wasn't even really include me in. And I'm like, "Dang, man. Like, come on, man. You give me my water gun back." And they just wouldn't give it back. They kept having excuses. So I was pissed. I was angry. And you know what I did? I went and told my mom, <laughs> I went, I said, mama, they, they not give me my water gun back. And I don't even remember exactly what she was doing, but she barely gave me any attention. And she was like, yo, number one, you better stop crying. Number two, I, I spent a lot of money on that water gun. So you better go get your water gun back. And it's almost, I had to to be in when the street lights was on. She was like, it is getting dark. If you you come back in and you don't have your water gun, I'm spanking you. Basically, my mom said, stop being a little punk. Go get your water gun. That's what I did. I went, I was like, give me my water gun. (laughs) And they wouldn't give it back. And I punched the dude. I punched the younger of the older dude right in front of his brother. And he just, he's like, ooh. Okay, he took my water gun off and gave it to me. It Wasn't even a fight, it, it, cause he knew. I think he, I think he felt that. Uh, he felt that punch power. He felt that punch power. He's like, I don't want no, I don't want none of this smoke, right? But I was afraid. I was because they were older. They were in middle school, and I wanted my water gun. But my mom was like, "Don't be a punk." I don't know. That was a bonus story. That's not the the. <laughs> we're not talking about punching people. That's not what I'm getting at. But what I am getting at is that feeling that we all feel at times where we want to take action, maybe is getting your water going back, but you're a little afraid. You're in what I call limbo. And just limbo is a state. I'm not talking about limbo with the, the stick in the game and you go under it. I'm just talking about this feeling of uncertainty where you don't really know what's going to happen if you take action. And when there's uncertainty, uncertainty is like, the breeding ground for fear, and you want to start. You want to start taking note of how you see yourself react when uncertainty hits. Most people they just default to fear or panic, and they kind of become more reserved and they don't take action, right? They'll be paralyzed with that, with that fear. And what I want you guys to consider is that maybe you're in a in a state of limbo right now. As we pull out our creator frame and we're looking at our faith our relationships, our energy, our economics, the four different dimensions of life. I like to do, I like to re-explain that every now and then. For, for, for those of you guys that are daily listeners or previous students of mine, you're like, Ninja, I know it, front and back, the free system, creator frame, I get it. But we have new people joining and they may not have gone back and done their homework. So I always want to re-explain it really quickly. We call it the creator frame, a.k.a. like the frame that we look through. As we're looking at our life, and we look at life as a four-dimensional game that has the dimension of faith, which is anything that you live that's bigger than yourself. For me, that's Jesus Christ. You have R, which is your relationships, okay? Your, your relationship with yourself and those around you. Your energy is your health and your fitness, and then your economics is your money, your money situation, your ability to understand it, to generate it, and manage it, and so we can use that to kind of, when we're, when we're feeling uneasy in life or frustrated about something, and sometimes you just feel like you're stuck, you're in a rut, pull out, pull that out. It's in one of those four areas, all right? And if you have one that's off, just slightly, you might just feel like something's off, nothing too crazy. If you have one that's really low, right? And you can always just grade yourself on a scale from 1 to 10 in each category. You have one that's low, like 1 to 3, 1 to 4, you probably got some significant pain or stress in your life but when you start to see two maybe even three or even worse all four of those areas really low you're in a depression you need to start working and, and you can also use this frame though to work yourself out of it I always like to start with faith man and we'll talk about that in a future episode just really being you're only as strong as what you put your faith in that might have to be the next one that might because i i'm I almost want to segue into it but you can use this frame to help you out. So we look at the four dimensions. And just consider, man, there's probably some limbo going on where you know you need to take action in the area, but you're procrastinating. And it's usually from, like, uncertainty. If it's something that you're doing for yourself, right? If you got a school paper, maybe you're just putting it off because you don't want to do it. Maybe you shouldn't even be in school. I'm talking about college. But, but when it's something like maybe you're trying to You are, maybe you want to ask someone on a date. Y'all can't date right now on a lockdown. Maybe y'all want to, you know, (laughs) you want to Skype a Netflix session. I don't even know what that looks like. Maybe you want to start a business. Maybe you want to start your, your new diet or working out. And sometimes I found out you just got to tell yourself, stop being a little punk. And this is how I talk to myself. This is how I talk to my team. They'll tell you we'll be in meetings or we'll be talking about something. I'm like, oh, okay, huh? So I you'd be a little punk about it, because that's our tendency. It's 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 our survival mechanism, that fight or flight system. When when, when there's that uncertainty, we're like, eh, let's just play it safe. And if y'all notice, we don't play it safe around here. Uh, we in the last. And like, the last couple months, we've done some pretty cool things. And and there's a lot of times, because we are always trying to overachieve. Like, we did a documentary. We ain't never did, did, did a documentary. Not even close. I just woke up one day. I was like, hey, yo, I really think we need to do a documentary. And my team looked at me. And they were like, okay, that's kind of wild. Some of them didn't even get a chance to look at me. I just sent, like, a, a message over Voxer. And they were like, uh, where did that come from? we never done a documentary. And I was like, so, stop being a little punk. Let's do one. And we've done it, and it's since blessed thousands and thousands of people. I remember my wife, before we got together, we were best friends. Best friends in high school. And just before I was going to move from Arizona back home to New Mexico, basically, her best friend, who got sick of her saying that she secretly, had a crush on me. I just thought we was friends and homies. But her friend basically told her, you know what, Jasmine? You got to stop being a little punk. And she told me. And then a series of events led to us obviously being where we're at now, married. Coming up on 10 years this year, four kids. She had to stop being a little punk first, though. I can think of all of the businesses that we have now. At one point, I was for I was afraid, I was worried. I didn't know it was gonna work, but I had to just throw myself out there, take that first step. I'm almost thinking like, if you if you're skydiving, which I probably hopefully never do, that moment where you're looking over the plane, man, you're like, uh, do I want to? Do I maybe I don't? Uh, I don't know. And then your instructor, whoever, might have to say, "Come on, stop being a little punk," and you just go. And I know I had that moment. It's actually funny. I, I believe the ride is called a Leap of the the Leap of Faith. You can look it up. We were in Dubai at at at, at Atlantis. It's like a little water park. And there was this ride called the Leap of Faith and it's like this steep like slide. It's to the point where like if you you're sitting on the slide and you look straight, you just see earth. Like there's no it doesn't like slowly go down and you can be like, okay, that's how the slide works, and then it turns. No, it's just drop, and then you go under like a water tank with sharks and other fish in it. That's not that's not scary because you know you're you're safe from them, but then you and then you come out to, like a little pool. But it's that drop. That drop is is crazy. And I remember sitting at the edge of that just panicking. And then the instructor said something behind like the dude that. He's not an instructor, but the dude up there, like, kind of facilitating the line. He says something There was a nice way of being like, yo, we got a line behind you. Stop me a little punk. And I went, and it scared the heck out of me for a few seconds. And then when I got to the bottom, I was like, yo, that was dope. And my wife would tell you, I did that thing, like, three or four more times before we left. That was my favorite ride, and I loved it. But I didn't know I loved it when I was at the top in limbo. Right? I've sold a lot of things online. I remember when I was first going into it and I was first leaving my job and I was like, you know what? I'm going to try this, this uh, make money online thing. I I started and quit like eight times in one week. I just didn't know that I could do it. I I was like, maybe this isn't for you. You need to stick to what you know. And thank God I have a wife that told me, you got to stop me a little punk. If you guys have been working with me, uh, rocking with me for a while, I had a website, Madden Mastermind. It was teaching people how to get better at video games, uh, at a football video game. And I didn't think I was good enough to launch the site. I, I had it done probably for months before I even launched it. All the stuff up there, just when it was time to hit go and time to launch it and time to make things happen, I would lose a game of Madden and just give up. I'd be like, oh, I'm not good enough. It ain't going to happen. And I finally just had to launch it because my wife just kept asking me about Like, yo, when's it going? You said it was good to go. Like, I had to stop being a little punk. So what is it for you, I ask? As it's time to put some feet to it. And again, if you're new around here, what we mean by putting some feet to it is just putting it in action. Taking action on the principle that you learned today and today was the powerful the the powerful the powerful principle of not being a little punk because if we submit in that state of limbo we're not going to get anywhere some of the biggest and best things i've built in my life like i told you my marriage which is the foundation for all of my kids my business moments in time where i had to literally get over that that fear that water gun moment of man i really want my water gun back but them dudes is bigger than me they taller they have reach and we think we we always think in the worst case like i might get jumped the water gun ain't that dope but it wasn't even that day one hit a quit about. i ain't drop them I don't even know if I moved him that much, but it was he saw I was ready to fight for, for what I wanted, and he fell. And, and a lot of times, a lot of times, that's all we need to make the difference is just to show up and watch the fear and watch the enemy flee. So as I drop the beat and I get real serious on you, when you look across the creator frame, faith, relationship, energy, economics, what area are you in limbo and you know you being a little punk at that point the answer is simple i'm not gonna have you do a three-step process an eight-step checklist just stop being a little punk and do what you know you need to do you could have 10 years of marriage plus well we're gonna go longer than 10 you could have a lifetime of marriage and building a family with the partner of your dreams on the other side of you sending a text message. Technology didn't guide you. You don't even got to call them no more. Sliding in the DMs could change your life. But here's the thing too. Let's talk about the other side of it really quickly, really quick before we get out of here. I, I'm not going to lead you guys into a place where you think that as long as I take action, it's always going to work. Sometimes there's a ripple effect. I didn't fail at some things that led me to my biggest success. And sometimes it's you not being a little punk and taking action and failing and skinning your knee or getting rejected and realizing that it's not that bad. It didn't hurt like you thought it would. And you learn the lessons and you gain the momentum that then leads to the breakthrough so maybe you you're gonna slide in the dms you're gonna get blocked and then you're gonna you're gonna recover you're gonna check yourself like okay i got no marks no hole oh wait that didn't hurt maybe it was a little embarrassing but no one really knows and now i don't have to live with regret and w- when wondering what if and if i realize i could survive this i could survive doing it again and next time it might work you know what's funny man what is this dude's name i forgot this dude's name and i I only went to college for one year but he was he was he was one of my dudes for this year i didn't hang out with him too much because he was a little crazy but his like he always had stories about how many girls he was with and i hung out with him enough to know he had like no game he was, he was kind of funny looking, man. His eye did this weird, it wasn't like a lazy eye. I must say, he was kind of funny looking, man. Borderline ugly. If there's like a level in between ugly and, and funny looking, that was him. God loves him, but let's be honest, he was a little funny looking. But what he was so good at, and this is actually something that he taught me, just watching him, is like he did not give a fluff about no. Like no would not stop this dude. And he would, he would <laughs> yeah, he would go out and talk to so many girls that eventually someone would say yes, maybe they were inebriated, they were under some sort of influence they weren't fully maybe it was the light was low, and he didn't look as funny looking but they would say yes, and so he was messing with a lot of girls, but it was just off of sheer volume. I've literally watched him get, get rejected by someone, turn around, take a few steps, and then talk to another girl. And he, he, he was just like, yo, eventually it's gotta work. And he was able to get results in his life simply by not being a punk. So what could you do? Maybe you just gonna build some tougher skin. Maybe that you don't hit the jackpot this time, but I'm not looking for you to hit the jackpot, okay? There's so many lessons in the L's and that's probably another episode another topic for another episode another day but I love you guys again the message of the, of the of today stop being a little punk man your future can't your future depends on it on you manning up, womaning up. And doing what you got to do for yourself, your family, your future family. So I love you guys. Your boy Dion does. Signing off of the Creator Podcast. Please leave your boy a five-star rating. Go ahead and drop the... Here's my goal. We're at... At the time I'm making this, we're at like 500 something. I think like the mid to high 500s in reviews. Let's get this boy. I want to get a thousand reviews. There's not a lot of podcasts that I listen to. Even some really, really, really good podcasts. They don't hit a thousand, a thousand reviews. I know people that like love the podcast, live by the podcast. The podcast have changed my life for years and they haven't hit a thousand reviews. I would like to see the creator podcast now in 47 countries hit a thousand actual reviews. So if this is blessing you, if you could take the time to just drop that rating, leave a small comment, maybe sharing how, what the podcast has done for you. I've read every single one of them. Like as me recording this, I promise you I've read all of them and they make my day. So if this podcast has ever made yours, you can make mine by leaving that. Also check out freecreatorcode.com. I love you guys until tomorrow. God first, God bless.